Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the opposite of paranoia and why it can make your life much better. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So I recently came across a new word. I love discovering new words. Most of us are familiar with the term paranoia. Although there's a clinical definition of paranoia, a lot of us use it in lay language and in general typically refers to the belief that the world is conspiring to do you harm or is out to get you. But there's another less well-known word that I'm pretty sure is just made up within the spiritual communities, but it's called pronoia. And this is the belief that the world is conspiring to do you good. Paranoia, the belief that the world is conspiring to do you harm. Pronoia, the belief that the world is conspiring to do you good. Hmm. Interesting, right? I think one could argue that both are equally irrational. The universe conspiring to do you harm. The universe conspiring to do you good. Who knows? But one thing I have found in my life is that if I hold a certain belief and I hold it deeply, I can tend to marshal all sorts of evidence to support that belief. And so when it comes to paranoia or pronoia, I think these can become self-fulfilling prophecies. If we go through life with the belief that the world is conspiring to do us harm, well, we'll be able to find moments where that seems to be the case and tell a story about why that happened and how it has to do with the world being out to get us. If we hold the belief that the world is conspiring to do us good, well, then we'll be able to find evidence to support that as well. And we might also be opening ourselves up to more possibilities for that to come in. Not necessarily in a mystical, energetic kind of way, although one could certainly argue that, but more in the sense that our eyes are open for opportunities. We're sensing that uh, there might be a door that we can walk through, that the world, the universe, is setting us up for the next thing. And if something difficult happens, instead of it being an attack on us, we lean into that with some curiosity. It's like, okay, if this happened, then it must be leading me to something else that I don't yet know of. And thus, it leads to a greater resilience, and we bounce back from failure, and then whatever, something more positive happens. So do you see how this could become a self-fulfilling prophecy? In my work, in being with lots of different people's minds, I've gotten to see these two perspectives and, and how they're held in different people. And for those that do have this deep belief that the world is conspiring to do them harm, 
life is harder. It's definitely much more difficult. And there is a sense of being on edge. And so you're welcome to adopt either belief. As I said, I think there's an argument to be made for both being equally rational. And someone could even make the argument that perhaps holding some paranoia keeps you more safe and protected. I don't know. I, I, won't, I won't make that argument here. But what I have seen is that greater levels of well-being and opportunity do seem to come when there is a belief that the world is conspiring to do us good. So let's just say that that is something we will temporarily opt into as perhaps a belief that we'd like to try on or adopt. How do we do it? What if we do have a deep-seated belief that the world is conspiring to do us harm? Maybe that was put in there in a very early age, in our most tender years when we were creating our belief system about how the world works. We were uh, hurt by people who were supposed to care about us, or it, it was perceived that the world was doing something to us, and it's just so deeply ingrained. So this can take some rewiring, and while there may be many different prescriptions for how to do this, I think one thing to do is very simply inclining your mind and your body to the embodied experience of feeling that the world is conspiring to do you good. What the heck does that look like? Well, for a while, I included in my meditation practice this belief in my walking meditation practice. I especially did it while I was writing my book, where it it just felt like this process was never going to end, It was very frustrating. Uh, Every obstacle that came up just felt like another huge barrier that was getting in the way. And, you know, why can't this be easier? And it just felt like a, a mess. And so there was something really powerful about the belief of, you know, the, the universe has my back. That's how I, I felt. I think there's a book named that by a woman named Gabby Bernstein. So I'll give her credit for that phrase. Um, and so there was just this feeling of, no, the universe has my back. The world has my back. And it's all setting me up for getting this thing done. Again, I uh, who knows if that's actually true. I just knew that it made me feel better and it was helping me do the task at hand. And so outside of the coffee shop that I wrote most of my book in, Shout out to the Bean of Patchogue on Long Island. There's a long walk down to the docks, and it's about 25 minutes. And so I would just walk down to those docks, and I would try to feel that the universe actually had my back. With every step, I was being supported. I was being nurtured. Every gust of wind, all of it, I just felt as a support for me being in the world and me, in this context, birthing something, the book. Uh, but beyond that, there was just this bigger sense of being held. And I would try to feel into what I would call like the energy of that, the embodied experience of, oh, the this is this is all here to support me the the universe is behind me all of the elements are conspiring to help me and everything that comes my way even if it's feels negative or is hurtful is in some way helping me grow and support me 
and I would try to walk that 25-minute distance there and back, embodying that belief as deeply as possible. And I have to say, it felt really good. It, it feels good to have the sense that you're being supported by something much bigger than you. And so if, if you're someone that's looking to try this on, and maybe you know, you've tried positive affirmations or journaling or just basic like changing your thoughts to try to believe that the, the world is supporting you, Try, try this walking embodied experience. Touch into what would the, the embodied experience of it feel like, the energetic sense of it. How, where would it feel in your body? What would it feel like? And once you start to touch into that, try to stay with it. And for me, outside in the elements, I tried to bring as much of the experience into that as possible. So as I said, like the gust of wind, moving against my face, the sidewalk and grass under my feet, the sounds of the seagulls down by the bay, all of it I just interpreted as the universe having my back. I don't know why. Why does a a seagull cawing, what does that have to do with supporting me in this life? Who knows? It It was just the way I wanted to interpret it, but it felt good and I found it useful. And if both of these perspectives are irrational, the world is out to get me, the world is conspiring to do good for me, then we might as well try on the one that serves us, that helps us live a better life, that supports our relationships, our friendships, the projects we're trying to put into place, and the life we're just trying to live, and just to feel better. It feels better to take that perspective in the world. And I understand that you might have a past that has shown you reason not to believe that. I get that. So go easy on yourself with this. This is not to dismiss the reality of how the world can sometimes demonstrate to us the opposite of this belief. But if this is something you're looking to change and wanting to change and and wanting to challenge, then it can start by trying to just touch and to what does it feel like to feel the opposite belief, to feel pronoia, and to stay in that space longer and longer and longer. See how it goes. Try it out. All of these things are little practices that we're trying to integrate into our life. Accept some of them, dismiss others, but I'd love to hear how this goes for you. Thank you for your practice. It's great to be here with you. Today is our 200th episode, so if you've been here from the beginning, a deep bow to you. If you're just starting with us, welcome. It's a privilege, and I hope we continue for 200 more. That's my plan, at least. I'll talk to you soon, and until then, take care.